Welcome to Spilling the Title Tea, where we talk a lot about life and a little about business. Your host, Ashley Ramsey, will be sitting down with guests from all different sectors of the real estate industry to tell you their real life stories. From hardships to triumphs and business to personal lives, we promise to bring you the tea. Hi, and welcome to Spilling the Title Tea. I am your host and real estate attorney, Ashley Ramsey. And today, our guest is Linda Blackwell, who is a title guru and veteran in the industry. She has over 50 years of title experience. She's worked in just about every role you can think of, including owning her own title company. So welcome to Spilling the Title. Thank you, Ashley. Glad to be here. Um, so the title world, I mean, we're a huge part of the, yes. the real estate process, Absolutely. but most people don't even know we exist. And if they do, they still don't know what we do. That's true. So why don't you give us a layman's explanation? Okay. A title company is one of the players in the process of getting to purchase a new home or sell a new home. And our role is kind of the middleman. Uh, between the lender, the agents, the buyers and sellers. And we put everything together for um, the closing. Uh, But first, we have to start with doing a title search. And we have examiners that will go to the courthouse and that's of, of where the property is situated. And the examiner will actually do a search of the records based on the current owner's deed. And this type of insurance is um, for title insurance for the lender or the buyer. And it starts with the current owner's deed and you go backwards. And the chain of title, we're going to do that for about 40 years. And the information that the examiner um, provides to us, we will be writing a title insurance policy based on that. And this is something that lenders require just about everything we close Most buyers purchase an owner's title insurance policy, and that's the role that we play. In addition to that, we also would do a real estate closing if they required it. And at that point in time, we would meet with buyers, sellers, real estate agents, lenders, if there is one. And that is when uh, everyone would come together at the closing table. Uh, We would have prepared the settlement statements, um, any closing docs, which will include the deed to the new buyer, and everyone would sign and we would do the disbursement of checks. Okay. So let's say, for instance, that Linda is selling a home. Yes. So you're, let's say that your home is in Campbell County. Yes. Right. So someone's going to go to the courthouse right. in Campbell County, Kentucky. Yes. That's where your home's located. Yes. They're going to start with your deed yes. for when you brought, bought the property. Right. And they're going to work backwards to all the people who owned it for about 40 years. Yes. To see if there's any problems. Correct. Okay. And then if there are problems, right. I guess. Right. And at the time of closing, uh, if there's any mortgages, any type of an encumbrance, uh, delinquent taxes, that will all be handled and paid out at the time of signing. We would have to do a little homework to get to that point by obtaining payoff information from sellers and any kind of uh, information. If there are judgment liens against buyers or sellers, we would need to call them for a social security number so that we could verify 
whether or not this would apply to their property or not. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to get you a t-shirt that says uh, Guardians of the Tidal Galaxy. I like that. Yeah, because that sounds like what you do. You, you yeah. know, guard against any problems for the people who are buying the new right. property. Make sure that Or the lender. Buys. And the lender's yeah. title policy is just to make sure that they have a first lien on the property. So for, first and foremost, if there is a mortgage, we want to make sure that that's take, that takes place because typically they are our client at the time of closing right. unless it's a cash transaction. And then we would typically represent the buyer. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Now, um, right now, the big topic in the mortgage industry world is the state of the market. You've been in the industry for, like we said, over 50 years. So you've seen the ups and the downs and all the in-betweens. So what are your thoughts on this current market? Uh, My thoughts are this too will pass and everybody needs to calm down. And um, it's, it is scary for buyers and sellers who've never experienced the rate hikes and the prices and the properties, but things will level out at some point. You know, we yeah. will get used to the 6%, you know, was 6% for years. Right. Really. And, you know, we all got just a little spoiled mm-hmm. with 2% because that is, that's not right. good. That is not good for the economy, even though it's great. For purchasing a piece yeah. of property, but um, that all will catch up with you. So everybody just needs to take a step back and look at things a little harder. Maybe not spend quite as much as you were going to spend or borrow as much as you were going to borrow. And everybody will just get used to it and it'll be the norm again. Okay. So if someone's hesitant to sell their house or put it on the market or hesitant to jump in and buy something right now, what yeah. would you tell them? I would tell them for a buyer or a seller to get in a real estate agent that is seasoned, that is uh, someone that you can communicate well, someone that will listen to what your concerns are mm-hmm. and uh, pay attention to what they're saying, you know, do what they suggest, you know, and for a buyer, if you've never had a mortgage before, let that person lead you. You know, they can give you the names of several um, lenders that they have been successful with that you could have the benefit of that. So basically, get an expert and rely on the expert yes, opinion. exactly. Yeah, makes all kinds of sense. Yeah. Now, you have also really been known to mentor a lot of realtors and even loan officers over the years. Yeah. So what would you say to those players in this tough market? I would suggest, and by the way, that's been one of my greatest joys, really, is, you know, anybody that'll sit and listen to you when you got something to say, you should feel good. But um, <laughs> I, I really think that it's important to work with people that you trust, that in this market, you need to answer every phone call and follow up on every lead and just be straightforward forward with people and be treated the way that you would like to be treated in those situations. Again, I think it's all going to level out, but you just have to be patient. It's going to take some time. Yeah. I mean, these things, obviously, these things always do. Yeah. So in talking about how things obviously will always level themselves out, um, I can say from experience that that is true. My husband and I, at the ripe old ages of 22, Decided to buy our first home in 2007, mm-hmm. right before, obviously, the market 
crashed and home values, you know, declined quite a bit. Um, and, you know, we lived in that home for multiple years. But by the time we were ready to sell and move on to a new place, we were still able to sell that property, make a good profit on it because the markets did recover. They came back um, and everything worked out just fine. Yeah. Along with that, I can tell you this, my first house, uh, when I bought, the interest rate was 10 and a half. Oh, yeah. My sales price was 53000 though. So, you know, you again, you have that that goes on. But um, at that point in time, in the 80s, um, there were such problems uh, with the economy that the interest rates went up to 18%. That's unimaginable to me. It is unimaginable. It is. But but people still bought and sold. And there were closings. Not many, but there were some. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that uh, we had to deal with at that point in time was uh, creative financing, they called it. Uh, one of the programs was called a graduated payment loan. So you bought the property. The note was prepared that you had a, a regular monthly payment. It didn't go up for a while, but you had a negative amortization. With each payment, you created more debt uh, than you did the month before until you were able to get to the point where you could start turning that around. But, you know, it could be thousands of dollars by the yeah. time that even occurred. And, uh, yeah, we did we did quite a few of those. Yeah, so you're making a monthly payment. Yes. And you're not you're just digging a further hole. You're digging. You're not digging out, you're digging in. Exactly. And then some of the arm loans I think you had mentioned back in two thousand and eight. What were you talking about there with the um Well the the arm loans you can do the three or five year where your rate is locked in for three years or five years and then after that the rate can adjust ever so often. So if you aren't you know, prepared to refinance or sell by then, right. you know, your payment's going to start increasing yeah. because yes. your rate's going to increase. Yeah. Uh, some of the other things that took place back then, too, I think, was the prepayment penalty. There were lots of closings that um, had the arms, and if you paid if you paid it off or sold your property during that first, um, before the first adjustment date, um, you were subject to one, two percent of the loan that decreased gradually as the years went by. And that had to be paid at the time. So and a lot of people did not understand that. And uh, that, I think, uh, encouraged the TRID um, program that came into effect. So much, what, what 2016, I believe. 2016, yeah. It was in October also. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that, that's part of the reason why this current market mm-hmm. is not like 2008 or right. back in the 80s. There's been a lot of oversight and regulation yes. um, that is kind of preventing some of these. I don't know really what the word is I'm looking for here. Uh, like not, consumer protection. Yes, consumer yeah. protection so that people aren't taken advantage of and they right. really understand what kind of loan they're getting and what the terms exactly. are so that we don't fall into those sorts of traps again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was um, some interesting times for sure. But I agree with you that uh, if this doesn't look like that's where we're headed. Thankfully. Thankfully. Thankfully, so we that, learned our lesson. Yeah, so that was a good thing. Absolutely. So. My last question for you today, Linda, is 
you know, there's a lot of young people yeah. out in the world trying to determine what they want to do with their lives. And maybe there are some um, even older people who are just want to change of pace and change of career and yep. never heard of the title industry. And now they have. And yes. what would you say to someone who would be considering starting a career in title? Depending on the person, if you were or are an individual that loves to work with people, this is definitely a service industry. Mm-hmm. Um, that this is a is really something that you should consider. Um, we have so many different uh, opportunities in this business that you know would be uh, a good career for anybody. Obviously, doing closings is uh, gets the most exposure, but this is something that occurs at the end of the transaction where we all meet and do the signing and the disbursement and. For the most part, it's 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 a good experience, but there's so many things that take place to get to that point. Um, we uh, have a really good team at Springdale Title, but every facet is so important, and it's so good to be able to work with the people that need our help. Um, we become their confidence. Um, their advocates and friendships in many instances. And it's it's never boring. This work is always changing and it's busy all the time. But we totally enjoy each other and it, it's it's worked out really well for me and I'm grateful to have had the experience. And I, and I would think any young person would enjoy doing something like this for 50 years. <laughs> Or longer. Or longer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Um, Your wisdom is just incredible. And I really appreciate uh, you sharing with me over the years and being, you know, a a mentor to me as well. And I'm very appreciative of our friendship. Absolutely. You too. (laughs) All right, girl. Thank you guys again for joining us on Spilling the Title Tea, where we talk a little bit of business and a lot about life. You can reach out to Linda if you have questions. We're going to put her um, information in the comments below. So if you need an expert opinion on title, you can reach out to her anytime. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you. That's all the tea we have for you this week. Thanks for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode of Spilling the Title Tea and visit us online for more valuable resources at springdaletitle.com. Mm-hmm.